Merry Christmas Eve, everybody. And yes, the Santa hat is on. I don't know if you know this, but I am actually a Christmas freak. I love Christmas. I think Christmas is the most amazing time of the year. My family was always into it. I believed in Santa Claus until my sister and brother uh, spoiled that for me, but we don't need to go into that. We have listeners who are young. And Santa Claus is amazing. Santa Claus is the most real thing that you could possibly believe in if you just believe. And Santa Claus is a tradition. And it's passed down among the ages. Lots of different religions believe in Santa. And they may name him something different. But overall, Santa Claus is a very special person in many religions and uh, in every society. And not just as Jesus has different names or people interpret that differently than others. We all have things we believe in that are that make us special and unique, and that's what's great about Christmas. And I think it's great that we're kind of getting back to that Merry Christmas thing and getting rid of that Happy Holidays. I don't think it matters what you say as long as you say something kind, and that used to be the way it would be. As long as you cared enough to put your hand out and Give someone a hug or tell them welcome or I hope you're well. Those things matter. And whether you say Merry Christmas or Happy Kwanzaa or Happy Hanukkah or Ramadan or whatever else, Happy Black Peter Day, it's at least you're doing something to greet a fellow human being on this mortal coil and wish them the very best that you can muster on this very special day. So I'm in the mood. I'm in the mood for Christmas festivities and Yuletide and eggnog and not Christmas cookies because I'll probably go work out after this. But either way, I've got my beautiful red shake. I've got a backdrop that is laced in blue, red, and purple as the Don't Unfriend Me colors. My Christmas pencil, Christmas hat, my lights, everything I need to create a festive and happy Freaking ears are incredible. Do you think they would have put wire in them so they could be like, you know, they almost look like droopy ears. Anyway, whatever. Okay. So listen, Merry Christmas. Christmas Eve, what are we going to talk about tonight? Well, we'll get into that. But first, now that we have our soft opening into Christmas, I'd love to talk to you about three men who somebody broke something. And I don't know. We had an accident outside. Looks like an elf down. Elf down. North Pole. We have an elf down. Let's like let's see if the elves are okay. Excuse me, elves, are you okay? Gotta find out what's going on. Let's see if the elves are okay. I mean, we're gonna make this one fun tonight anyway. So where are the elves? Where are the elves? What did you drop? Nice job in the middle of the recording. Can we get the elves? Don't close the door. Get the elves. I'll tell you, folks, it's never-ending Christmas around here. My wife does this to herself every year. What she does is she plans for the most extravagant and amazing Christmas she can do. She does all the blow-ups, all the lights. She's amazing. And she cooks endlessly and wraps presents and does grocery shopping and won't let anyone help her and does do these Christmas letters to everybody. And... It's incredible. And she goes insane every single Christmas. Hi, elves. Come on in. 
Well, they can't see you when your face is over. They're going to go to the other side. Hey there, Elf 1, Elf 2. How are we doing? I, Santa. He's Elf. I, Santa? What are you, a freaking Native American greeting the pilgrims? <laughs> Wrong holiday. You tell everyone Merry Christmas? Merry Christmas. Did you guys talk to Santa tonight? Yeah. Guess what we're going to do? We're going to go over Mommy's ring video and show that to everybody. What? The ring video where we surprised her with the ring. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Out, elves. Let's go back to making toys. Get out of here. Slave labor. China's competing at a rapid rate. Make more toys. Make them faster. Did he just break something? No. Here we go again. Merry Christmas. No cats. All right. Bye-bye. We're five minutes in, and we're not stopping this sucker for nothing. Hey, Olivia, are you going to say Merry Christmas? You come say Merry Christmas? I don't have any makeup on. Doesn't matter. Then everyone gets to say how beautiful you are, which you love to read over and over. Tell, tell me what they said again. What did they say? Say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I love your ice queen hat. Snow queen. Did I melt your snowflake later? Ah! Okay, get out. Love you, bye. Merry Christmas. Mwah. All right, so what are we doing? Making a good show tonight. Let's do it. So first of all, three guys die. They go to heaven. It's an Englishman, an Irishman, and a Scottishman. Scottishman? Scotsman. It's like I've had Irish whiskey. I haven't started drinking yet. That's when we start wrapping presents and dad gets in the bag and mom finishes up as dad passes out on the couch anyway. Three men, a Scotsman, an Irishman, and an Englishman go up to heaven and they all die in a car crash. And of course, they have their current outfit that they were wearing when they died and they get up to the gates of St. Peter and the, the St. Peter says, listen, in order to get into heaven, you have to have something that represents the holiday spirit and Christ since it is Christmas. And they're all like, oh my gosh, what the heck am I going to do? And, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're rattling their brains of what they've got. And, I, and they think that they, they have a plan in place. So they get to the first one. And the first one uh, pulls out his keys, which is the Englishman. And the Englishman goes, bells. I have bells from my keys. And St. Peter goes, fantastic. Come on in. Perfect high five. And the uh, Scotsman comes up. And they go, uh, well, what do you have? And he goes, uh, oh, pops out his watch and goes, Father Time and the New Year ringing in the Yuletide. Absolutely, that's good enough. It was close. Close, not quite, but good enough. Get on in here. And the Irishman is thinking, holy crap, what am I going to do? So he starts searching his pockets and he can't find anything. Not even a penny or a pound or a nickel or a pence. What's he going to do? And he finally reaches into one pocket, a pocket he hadn't been into since he, before he got home, when he was driving home from the event that he was at. And he pulls out a pair of panties and he hands them to St. Peter. And St. Peter's like, what in the hell is this? He's like, these are carols.
second part of the joke is St. Peter tries them. No, no, no. We're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to blaspheme around this place. Folks, Merry Christmas. I think I forgot to tell you it's December 24th, Christmas Eve, episode 68. I can't believe it's 68 already. A thousand. We're almost at 1100 followers. It's, it's just increased. And I think it's awesome. We've uh, changed up the backdrop. I got rid of the chair. You couldn't see it. So I went and got a table. Put some knickknacks on it. Yes, there's a Super Bowl trophy, a Houston Astros baseball, some avalanche stuff, and it doesn't matter. The point is, is that I want to try to make this as comfortable as possible for you. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Ramadan, all that other stuff. It's exciting to have you here. I want to play a video for you. And this one's interesting because I was a little bit concerned. And you know what? I'm not even going to play the video. I want you to look it up. And I didn't want to go negative, so I'm not going to try to be negative. But this is Melanie Amaro. And Amaro basically means muy guapo in Spanish. And uh, I guess she won the X Factor back in 2011. And I basically watched that as much as I watch Days of Our Lives or if that's even on anymore, One Life to Live. I'm not into that stuff. I don't like reality TV. I, I live in reality. Why would I need to watch it on TV? But anyway, I guess she's got some pipes. And she was in a Target, and she sang Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. And it was magical and fantastic. And I want you to look it up, and I'll put it on the website, because I don't want to take up too much time tonight from you, because I know we're all trying to celebrate with families. And the last thing the dummies need to be doing is watching me on TV. But I would tell you, she did an amazing job. And she sounded beautiful. And she went into a Target. She got on the PA system. And she started singing. And obviously, this was kind of a, probably a staged event. How did she get into the PA system? Did she hack it? Is she China? I don't think so. So probably she knew somebody who had the app and the PA system, which runs through the phones. And she played Mariah Carey's song on it and and sang the karaoke version and slayed it. Slay bells. It was awesome. She was good Santa. And nobody watched And everybody walked by and stood away from her. And she wasn't wearing a mask. Because it's kind of hard to sing through a mask. Especially when it's all about lung control and diaphragm control. And making sure you hold on to your wind. I'm not a singer, but I know that. And nobody enjoyed it. Nobody took a second just to stop and watch and listen to this angel. Hark, the angels sing. In a target. Now, I understand targets are awesome, and you can get lost in there, and there's no way you can spend just $50 in a target. But do you think we could have had some Christmas cheer? There would have come a time where we all would have surrounded her and clapped hands and, and, and bought her some cocoa and, and praised her for her angelic voice. But instead, a man came up and said, I'm sorry, you're not wearing a mask. You have to stop. And it just makes you realize what time we're in, is that people don't take themselves seriously enough. Obviously, that we're just not hard enough 364 days out of the year on people who don't wear masks, that we can't just say, you know what, I might catch COVID, but damn it, I heard one of the best renditions of All I Want for Christmas, and I love it. And I don't even think that's the name of the song. Wait, All I Want for Christmas is you. Yeah, I was mixing up with All I Want for Christmas is my two front teeth. Trust me, she's got plenty of teeth. She's got a full set of pearly whites and some dazzling eyes. Creamy mocha skin, full bust, fantastic. My wife's going to slap me. 
But the whole point is, is why can't we just appreciate the talent that we may never see in person again? And what happens if she did catch COVID that day and something horrible happened? Wouldn't we feel stupid for chastising her on social media and making her feel horrible when all she was trying to do was sell a bunch of records and gain attention in a target? But do something nice for people. And isn't that what it's all about? Isn't that what Christmas is? Well, tonight we're going to talk about what Christmas truly is and what Christmas is not. We're going to go in through a little bit about the other religions and how they celebrate because I had to look it up because I'm naive, even though I've lived all over the world. I should know these things, and some of them I do and some I don't. I have a special video to show you, the ring video I promised you. I also want to talk about Bishop's Wife and a holiday message. So first, let's get through it. Other religions that celebrate a form of Christmas. Now, Christmas, known as the Mass of Christ in the religious terms, is not necessarily what everyone celebrates. But a lot of religions and a lot of people celebrate St. Nicholas. It's an absolute huge phenomenon across the earth. But there's also the Jewish holiday, which is Hanukkah, which starts in November through December. And I believe, let's see, I've got it written down here somewhere. Yes, beginning the 25th of the Hebrew month of Kislev. Kislev? Kislev. November, December, it celebrates the victory of Judah um, versus Maccabee over the Syrian tyrant Antichus. Antichus. I think that's what it is. Antichus over 2,100 years ago. And there's a ceremony, and there's games, and there's lighting of the candles for each day of Hanukkah, and then, of course, spinning the dreidel. And if you want to learn about Hanukkah, all you have to do is listen to Adam Sandler's song. It's Fantastica. Fantastica. (laughs) Come on. No? Oh, people. That was so good. That was ad lib. Anyway, whatever. Uh, Let's see. The menorah is lit. And it's during Hanukkah. The Jewish Festival of Lights, Hanukkah, like I said, begins on 25th um, of December. And I have been in a actual couple places that have the candle. And I grew up with it. It was interesting. A friend of mine named Todd Perlman was uh, was Jewish. And a, a customer that I just had when I went over to their house for roofing and, and helped them out was Jewish. And uh, I love the intrigue. And I always used to love the food during Hanukkah, and I would sneak over there, and I'm like, you got presents every single day? That's incredible. How do I become Jewish? I'm sold. Bring me in. Muslims around the world celebrate Ramadan, which marks the month of the Prophet Muhammad is believed to have had their holy book, the Quran, revealed to him by God. Ramadan is the ninth month of the Islamic lunar calendar, being 11 to 12 days shorter than the Gregorian calendar. The celebration starts at first sighting of the moon in Ramadan. This year, Ramadan happens to fall over the Christmas period. Muslims cannot eat and drink at all in the daytime during this period, breaking their fast only when the sun sets and again before the sun rises. Oh, man, I would be starving. It sounds like a vampire. I'm not making fun. I'm just saying. It's a, it's a nighttime routine. I would never sleep. It would be interesting. The fast ends with a celebration of Eid al-Frit. Someone's going to pronounce it better for me. I don't know. The festival of the breaking of the fast. Some Muslim governments grant amnesties to political and other prisoners on this day. Interesting. Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa is a cultural festival during which African-Americans celebrate and reflect upon their heritage and the products of two worlds. It begins on the 26th of December and lasts for seven days. Another religion I'm down with. More celebration. Kwanzaa was founded in 1966 by Dr. Maulana Ron Karenga. 
a college professor and African-American leader. He studied the festivals of many African groups of people and decided that the new holiday should be a harvest or first fruits. Kwanzaa is a Kiswahili. Ooh, I should have proofread. Kiswahili. Thank you. Ooh. Maybe it's just Swahili. I've never heard of Kiswahili. I don't know if the K is silent. I don't think two letters can be silent. We're going to say Kiswahili because I know the Swahili part's right and just hope that nobody catches it. Or if they do, they educate me appropriately. Word meaning the first fruits of the harvest. The Hindus, the 25th of December, also is considered to be the birthday of the Hindu god, Krishna, as well as Mithra, the Greek god of light. So interesting. Greeks, Hindus, cross-pollinating religions. I'm a big mythology fan. Anyway, whatever. Wicca. Ooh. The annual tree festival, which had long been celebrated in Northern Europe before the Christian era, is still celebrated among nature-based faiths such as Wicca. The Celtics were also. Madmen. There used to be a festival of madmen on Christmas Day, which servants became masters and master servants for the day. That's interesting. I wonder what period that was. I didn't know this. I just copied this because I found it interesting. Festival of the ass. Well, that's every day for me. I'm an ass man. In the Middle Ages, the festival of the ass was held on Christmas Eve, recalling Joseph and Mary's flight into Egypt. A young girl with babe in her arms entered the church riding an ass or donkey. During Oh, so that's what it is. Okay, well, I'm not into that type of ass. Well, I don't know if I had enough tequila. During Mass, all the prayers ended with, hee-haw, Sam Wainwright. <laughs> Mixing my metaphors. Come on, man. You don't get this type of humor anywhere else. This is good stuff. It's PG-13. Your kids can listen to this. The Catholic Church banned the celebrations because of its sacrilegious character. <laughs> the Catholic religion setting the moral compass for humanity. Anyway, sorry, I'm going to keep it. It's Christmas time. I've got to let, let go sometime of my Catholic problems. Folks, that's just a little taste. Now, for me, Christmas was always special. I told you the Millennial Falcon story. I told you the night that I proposed to my wife out of the bathroom, and it's a quick one. My wife and I didn't have a lot of money. We were a few years into our relationship, and she was pressuring me into marriage, like most men who have cold feet and are too stupid to marry the woman of their dreams. And I decided to get her a ring, and I knew that I didn't have a lot of money. I figured the ring was either going to be from a Cracker Jack box, if they still did that, or one of those 25-cent turning machines at the grocery store, or what my mom helped me with, which is QVC with cubic zirconium, fake diamonds, for those who can't tell the difference. And I think the ring was a couple hundred dollars. And I ordered it from QVC. I scrounged every penny that I had. And I wanted to make sure she didn't intercept it. It was very important to me that she had no idea what was about to happen. And as I went and I came home, there was a package, a manila envelope leaning against the door. And alas, I knew that that was the ring of all rings. The one ring to rule them all. And the one ring to bind them. Also like a good pair of handcuffs. So I knew this was it. I was going to propose to my wife with this ring, and I was excited. I was going to take her to the melting pot. I was going to blindfold her. No, no, we're not back to handcuffs. He was going to drive her in the car and not and then show her there and set her at the table. And when she opened her eyes, there'd be a ring there and a fantastic display of fondue and other fine intricacies by the melting pot. If you haven't been there, go there. So I went immediately to the bathroom because I, I had to go to the bathroom. And we had just had these giant burritos at Taco de Mexico. 
And it was either that or whatever, but I didn't want her to see the package. So I grabbed it immediately ran in the bathroom. And of course, as a guy, we have to have some sort of reading material and nothing was close. So I opened up the package to look at the ring and read the contents. I see the shipping label and I crack it open and it sparkles, an illuminating glare that penetrates my gaze. And finally, it was almost like I was looking through the eyes of the diamond that wasn't a real diamond, but amazing technology for people who were too cheap to show the woman that they love how much they actually love them. And I was amazed. So I finished my business. We don't need to go into gross details. And I realized that I ran out of toilet paper and there wasn't enough. And so the QVC receipt became a victim of my happenstance and non-fortuitous nature. And I knew all along that outside the bathroom door was where we held the the copious amounts of toilet paper above the laundry room. My wife was in getting changed. I heard her. And I realized that I just maybe needed one more roll or sheets, a couple sheets, just to finish the job, folks, because, you know, that's just, we're getting into details we don't need to get into, but I don't care. This is a great story. So I can't pull up my pants, and I leave my pants around my ankles. I have the ring in one hand because I don't know where to set it, and I don't want an accident to happen. As I scurry and shuffle and open up the door and peek out and see if she's there, and she's not. Alas, my time is to go. The secret op is afoot. And as I run to the laundry room and I grab a roll of toilet paper and turn around and scurry back, what do my wandering eyes appear? A tiny sleigh with eight Tiny reindeer? No, it was my wife, and she saw me buck naked standing there with a roll of toilet paper and a box and a ring. Now, I had two choices. I could have hit her with a toilet paper and knocked her out, or I could have just went with it and dropped down to a knee and proposed, and that's just what I did. Now, folks, not many men could do that effectively and still have that person say yes, but my wife did. I don't know if that says more about me or her, but she did, and we've been together happily well. We've been together ever since. This story is special, though, because the reason I went through that embarrassing story with a stupid hat on and a bunch of lights emasculating myself in front of you is because the ring and this story means a lot to me. And I didn't always have money. And I wasn't always somebody who was good enough to consistently provide money for my family. I had to work my way up. I'm a self-made man. And when the money finally did come, I bought my wife the ring she had always wanted. And it was expensive. And it wasn't $300. But giving it to her this way was extremely important. And I wanted to make sure that she understood how much I loved her. Now, the interesting about this thing, before I pull this up, is that she had no earthly idea. Hayden was in on the secret. Now, it was a double whammy surprise, and this is how much I love Christmas. It was my job to make sure, what is this? It's, hold on, turn this off. Go away. I don't know what's going on. So it was my job to have a bike for Hayden and make sure that it was ready to go. And it was secret, and we waited for everything else to be handed out except for that bike. And that's where the story begins. But behind the scenes, when my wife had no idea, but everyone else was in on it, was a beautiful ring that was tucked into my tool chest, not in the bathroom, very important. And I made sure that it was inside the the little jewel case of the Disney princess bike. And my daughter had instructions at a very tender age. And I think she must have been three and a half, very young. 
to pull that out and present it to mom. So mom thought she bought her a little gift because I never wanted her to know it was a ring. This is the story. And I want to share it with you because I promised I would. Thank you. Can you tell me what uh, was on your list? Do you remember? Let's see. It was uh, a dress. A bike. A bike. A, you got a dress. A dress. Shoes. A book. A book. And a turkey, right? A turkey. Did Santa get Now, this was a time that I had a broken back. I was horribly out of shape. I was miserable in life. But still had a sense of Christmas. Everything? He got your shoes. They're right there. He got you your boots. Did he forget? What did he forget again? Bike. Are you okay with that? Well, hold on a second. Last night, he put curtains in your room, right? Well, why don't you wait? Now, that night, I snuck into her room, and I put up curtains. Yes, curtains. Uncle Trevor and I did it. It was a masterful insertion. We blacked out our faces. We went ahead quiet on the comms. We synchronized our watches and we hung curtains in her room. Now we pre-drilled the holes, but to get them up was an amazing feat not to wake up a child who was already piqued with curiosity that old St. Nick would arrive at any moment. This was so clever. I got to give myself credit. Wait here for me, okay? And I think he went in mommy and daddy's room. Will you wait here for me? Okay. Be right back. I'll wait right here with Uncle Trevor. That's a pretty painting. I love your house, but you know, I told you that's my first walk in. What, what is that? <laughs> you didn't forget your bike, huh? What do you think, kiddo? Step on, there you go. I think the seat's got to come there down. Go. Just a tad, maybe. Hold on, let me get you on here. Put your feet on the wheels. All right, so Hayden had her Christmas. Now it's time for Hayden to do the deed. And I was so worried that she would see the present and start tearing into it or something else that it, I had to go off without a hitch. I had prepared her. I had trained her. I, she was ready. And here, here she is on stage. Now, this darn jewelry box wouldn't open. It was attached to the bike, but somehow we got it off. Olivia has no idea. She has no clue. I saved up for it. I paid for cash. And Hayden's like, I got this, man. Watch this. Boom. Find mommy.
I love you. And <laughs> you deserve it. And I love you. Merry Christmas. God, look at those arms. I was skin ugh, fat and ugh. It's Christmas, Maddie. It's Christmas. You've done good. Let's get that. Let's... He went to Jared. <laughs> okay, let's do it together, okay? Let's get that old one off. So I'm a big softie, you know, and it still tears me up. I, she deserves it. She tolerates my crap more than anyone else on the planet, and I'm, I'm a grumpy person sometimes, and I'm demanding, and I'm, I'm hard to deal with, but she is my princess and I love her my queen and I just love that story and it was a special day and she had no idea but remember she had carried that horrible ring and we would return it every six months to QVC because that's a lifetime policy and swap it out because we never could afford it so to do that was special and she makes me feel that way all the time so that's a Christmas story and it's a good one. And it goes past boundaries of religions and titles. It's just humans being human and doing the thing that we should always try to do, which is lead with love versus hate and anger. And I think that's the one thing I would wish for in 2021 is that we just learn to love a little bit more. I want to leave you with a Christmas message. And it's important to me. Um, it's not something that I always do, but... This story is something I grew up with, and it's the bishop's wife, and I think it's fantastic. Somebody actually gave me a frowny face when I quoted the bishop's wife because they said the preacher's wife was better with Denzel Washington and Whitney Houston. And I said, well, that's a conversation for another time. But I love Cary Grant. He's one of my favorites. And my good friend Ryan Frost also loves Cary Grant. But there is a, a, a sermon in this, and we're going to be watching it tonight, and it's one of the most beautiful I've heard. And I hope you enjoy it as my Christmas message to you for something to think about. Tonight, I want to tell you the story of an empty stocking. Once upon a midnight clear, there was a child's cry. A blazing star hung over a stable, and wise men came with birthday gifts. We haven't, forget, for, we haven't forgotten that night. Down the centuries, we celebrate it with stars on Christmas trees, with the sound of bells, and with gifts. But especially with gifts, you give me a book, I give you a tie. Aunt Martha has always wanted an orange squeezer, and Uncle Henry can do with a new pipe. For we forget nobody, adult or child, all the stockings are filled, all that is, except one and we have even forgotten to hang it up. The stocking for the child born in the manger. It's his birthday. We're celebrating after all. Don't let us ever forget that. Let us ask ourselves what he would wish for most. And then let each put in his share. Loving kindness, warm hearts, and a stretched out hand of tolerance. All the shining gifts that make peace on earth. There are many things that I'm grateful for this, for this year. This show is one of them. And all the dummies out there, I appreciate you. I appreciate you listening, being supportive, providing me an outlet that allows my opinionated dialogue to reach somewhere other than inside my own cranium. 
I thank you for your support and I thank you for your kindness and your ability to allow me just to say anything and still find something good during those long moments that maybe I am not as patient as I should be or I get frustrated with the way things are and to forgive me for that and always keep coming back for more. I appreciate the dumb nation. I appreciate my family, my coworkers, my job. I appreciate that every day I get a little bit closer to understanding God, I think. And I think that the show ultimately helps me be a better man and give back, at least in some way. I'm thankful for the people of my community. Tammy, she's been amazing, and I'm glad that her Christmas will be a little bit easier tonight with some money in the bank where she can rest easy and celebrate what's truly important to her and not worry about what isn't. Folks, I wish you the very best. I wish you a happy new year and Merry Christmas. And as we always end every show, we will remember the people who are not here. We will remember everyone deployed, the people standing watch, having a cold meal in the freezing mountains of Afghanistan or over in the icy waters of Japan or in the northern areas, the southern areas, western or eastern, wherever you are stationed, whatever time of day or night it is. God bless you. May he keep you safe, and please come home soon. We will remember you until you have all come home. Folks, Veteran Crisis Hotline, extremely important. 1-800-273-8255, press 1, 22 veterans a day, commit suicide 24 to 25 during the holiday season. It's too many. If you can't make that phone call, don't know how to make that phone call, you can call and reach out to me. I'll make it with you. Or you can go to don'tunfriendme.com and click the VCL link. And when you do that, you will be connected immediately. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can reach to my Facebook page anytime you want. You can follow me, see my videos, everything else there. You can go to Instagram to catch up on some of the photographs that we have and also the show. And lastly, on YouTube, if you would like to go there, you can see all the videos I've posted, even the ones that aren't so great. We would love for you to stop by and say hello. Folks, I am out. That is my final Christmas wish until the 26th when I'll be back with a regular program. Have a Merry Christmas. God bless. Stay safe. And thank you for everything you do. Humanity is awesome. Give each other a chance. Thanks, everyone. Good night. Thanks for watching Don't Unfriend Me, everybody. I want to recommend Alex from Aleko's Design. He works on all of my video and graphic design, and he is amazing. Please give him a shot. Please head on over to his website at www.alekosdesigns.com. And one more quick thing before we go, folks. Still Point does the music intro for the show. They are listeners. They are fans, and we absolutely love them. Special thanks that amazing song and you can hear citizen soldier at reverbnation.com slash still point <laughs>